It's time for you to be a part of the show. Email or call with questions for Dr. Mike now. Email ask Dr. Mike Smith at radiomd.com or call 877-711-5211. What are you waiting for? The doctor is in. So pretty consistently now, about every three or four weeks, I have to make a call out for more email questions. I usually then get a whole bunch, you know, over a couple day time span and then they drop off. But that, that usually keeps me going for a while. So ask Dr. Mike Smith at radiomd.com. Send me any question you want, as vague or as detailed as you want. You can give me your name, ask me, you know, to try to, you know, answer the question on a certain day, and I'll do my best to do that. Or you could just be anonymous, whatever. Ask Dr. Mike Smith at RadioMD.com. Okay, so here was a question. Why do we build resistance to antibiotics, and are there new ones coming soon? More and more, and, and, and this is a good thing, we're, we're seeing mainstream media talk a little bit about a very serious situation. I mean, we, we are developing more and more um, bacteria that are resistant to antibiotics that we've been using for a long time. And, and it's scary because some of these bacteria that we were able to control, like staph infections, for instance, are now becoming a significant problem. TB, significant problem. I mean, there's... There's a growing list of bacteria, kind of what we call superbugs, that we really have no treatment for anymore. Even even more scary, the sexually transmitted ones, becoming really syphilis, becoming harder and harder and harder to treat. Um, so this is a, a, a significant uh, issue, medical issue, about uh, resistance to antibiotics. Now, let's make sure we're clear here, because this person is asking, why do we build resistance to antibiotics? It's not us that are becoming resistant to the to the antibiotic. It's the bacteria. I mean, it's a very simple concept. You have a here. You have a um, a bacteria that can divide very quickly, and it goes through several generations in just a short time span. I mean, where for us as humans, a generation, you know, I don't know what what, what do we consider a generation? Forty years now. Right? I mean, 50, I mean, whatever, you know, Generation X, Baby Boom, those are generations, 20, 30, 40, I don't know, but it's years, <laughs> right? It's not hours, but that's the problem. Bacteria, literally within hours, can go through hundreds of, of generations given the right environment, if it's a, if it's a environment that is beneficial to them in, in, in dividing, meaning there's plenty of nutrients, plenty of room, whatever. They can, they divide like crazy. And that's the problem. Every time a bacteria divides and makes another bacteria, there is the potential for just forming these random mutations. And when you are overusing antibiotics and you kind of are putting that antibiotic in the environment surrounding that bacteria, and it starts to divide, if there is this random mutation that then allows it to be resistant to that bacteria, you essentially select for that resistant bacteria because the bacteria that can still be killed by that antibiotic, they die off, and now you just have this one sole bacteria who's resistant to the drug, and he, or I say he, <laughs> there's no he or she, but the bacteria begins to divide and starts making sister bacteria that are resistant. It's just random mutation. It's just the fact that viruses and bacteria 
are just dividing like crazy, hour by hour, allowing for the chance of resistance from random mutations to increase significantly. It's the big problem with HIV, the virus, right? Why do we have to put uh, patients with HIV on three drugs? Because it reduces the chance of resistance. Because the virus divides like crazy. So that, so it's not us becoming, it's not that we are becoming resistant to penicillin. It's the fact that syphilis, there are strains of syphilis now out there that penicillin is less and less effective against. So it's, it's the bacteria. It's scary. I mean, there, if we don't make some changes and if we don't slow down the use of antibiotics, which I don't think is going to help us that much anyway, we need to control how often and how much we use antibiotics, not just uh, in us, but also in our livestock. We need to do that, but I, I think it might be a little bit, a, a little too late, to be honest with you. We, we need the development of new types of bacteria, I, I'm sorry, antibiotics that are, um, that have never been, that bacteria have never been exposed to. We need whole new classes of drugs. Unfortunately, there's not a lot of research going into new classes of antibiotics at this point. There's not a lot of incentive for uh, pharmaceutical companies to do that. You don't make a lot of money off antibiotics. Even though they're used a lot, they're pretty cheap overall. Um, there's more money to be had in things like chemotherapy and cholesterol-lowering drugs and, you know, what have you. Um, but there, but there are some interesting new developments. Because the second part of the question was, are there any new ones coming soon? So I found, here's what I, I, so I did some research. I think the most interesting to me are a new class of antibiotics called defensin memetics. Defensin memetics. These are chemical compounds that were developing in a lab that are modeled after uh, intrinsic, your very own immune defense proteins. These are proteins that play a role in the defense, kind of like frontline defense against bacterial infections. Um, you have, you know, immune cells called antigen-presenting cells will recognize a foreign bacteria. It will engulf that bacteria and then um, in a, once it does that, it breaks the bacteria down and then, then takes those broken up pieces of the bacteria and places it on its surface. So the real immune fighting cells will come into contact with that androgen presenting cell, that bacteria presenting cell, will recognize, okay, this is an activated, uh, androgen presenting cell and that activates the other immune cells. Well, these defensin proteins um, are really important in that activation process. And so they help the antigen-presenting cells to activate. They help the B cells to activate and make more antibodies. They help the T cells to activate and attack the bacteria quicker. So these defense in proteins play a critical role in controlling the infection before it gets out of hand. It's kind of, they're like the you know the 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 first responders, if you will. And so these, so there's, there are companies developing new antibiotics that are modeling these defensin proteins so that we're going to get a faster activation of the immune system. So we're going to use our own immune system with these drugs, um, to fight the infection. And these 
defense and mimetic drugs also can kill the bacteria themselves. And they do so in the same way the immune cells do, which is usually with free radicals, pro-oxidative molecules that can penetrate into the bacterial cell wall and break it down, and that kills the bacteria. And when you do it that way, when you enhance the immune response, when you kill the bacteria in the same way that your own immune system does it, the the chance of resistance is significantly decreased. Uh, so you don't have to worry so much about those random mutations from bacteria that are dividing like crazy when you use defense and mimetics, uh, compounds modeled off these defensive defense and proteins that the immune system uses anyways. So... I think that's really awesome. I think that's a this is a, a a new field of antibiotic, a new class of antibiotics that we really need to do a lot more research in. I could really only find uh one uh defense in mimetic that is in human clinical trials right now. It's called Brilacidin. Brilacidin, it's made by a company called Cellsudics. Celsudix is making Brilacidin, which is a defense and mimetic, and it's in what is called phase three clinical trials, which is in humans. So that should be hopefully available soon. This is Healthy Talk on Radio MD. I'm Dr. Mike. Stay well.